for coming on the fucking ride along podcast bro i really appreciate along with two a's with two a's motherfucker yeah hell yeah the, i i actually contemplated going down to one a because motherfuckers can't find this shit but uh <laughs> but nick kelly nick kelly was like no nah, two a's forever motherfucker i'm like all right i ain't never gonna get this podcast off the ground but oh, fuck are, it you got the white claws out already got the white claws yeah i can't see your uh you got your video on or you just got the, the background picture? It's going to have to be the background picture. My daughter broke my laptop. And Damn. It's a screen. And then he told me my camera don't work no more. Damn, G. So I was like, fuck it. I'm good. Yeah, with them, cam- them computer cameras cost a... You might as well just get a new computer for real. So, yeah, yeah it's not it's not really worth it. But, yeah, thanks for uh, being on. People probably uh, wondering why we got you on. So, uh Pretty much, uh, Sean is here to, uh, well, shit, I didn't even introduce you. <laughs> just like, all right, this is random white guy on my shit. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a special guest. Um, this guy, uh, he, uh, you, you, you heard one of our podcasts where he was talking about, uh, collective bargaining and, and, uh, union bullshit with my, uh, with Nick Kelly and my girlfriend. And, uh, we were getting pretty drunk when we were talking about that too. I don't know if you could tell, but uh, you could. <laughs> well, I apologize. So this is so we probably said some stupid shit, and this is why Sean is here, so because he's gonna educate us a little bit on uh, on some of these things. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Sean Crowley, how you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. First, hey. I gotta say. That disclaimer where I don't actually speak for the USW, all opinions are mine. So I can't get in no trouble, all right? All right, for sure. Yeah, we ain't trying to get anybody fired from the, a lot of people getting fired these days for whatever reason. So, uh, so yeah. Um, so, pretty much, uh, I want to ask, so, you, without saying where you're working, how long have you been involved with, like, um, you said you're a union president? Yep. And how long how long have you been uh working directly with uh with uh with with unions? Uh see, I hired in, it's been 12 years at the shop I'm at. I've been doing union stuff since we got laid off back in 2008 when that financial crisis hit. Yeah. Now what kind of work is it? Steel mill. Steel mill. Yep. Yeah. And so uh was that something that they, so when you got your job, was that something that you had to join or was, or, or can you, can you do it voluntarily? Like, how does that work? Uh, man, I just, I signed up to be a steward and then I ran for office. And then ran for office. Damn. Jumped right in and went vice president for the last, for three years. Now I'm president for the next three years. Y'all got terms? 
Yeah, you always got terms. Damn. So do you get, so how does that work? You get voted in or like, uh, it's pretty much just like regular presidency. Like you go to like people at the steel mill, just go to the polls and. Yeah, pretty much it's, you get voted in. I only had one person run against me and I got voted in. Yeah. So did you have to campaign? Like how does, like, how does that work? I mean, kind of, you got to, you got to get people behind you. Yeah. You got to so, show them that you, you know, I got to show them that I'm going to support them. Mm-hmm. You, know, I had, you know, I had their back. So you just passing out stickers and like, you know, like, did you have like stuff like, yeah, merch? Like, how, how does that work? I couldn't get merch, man. I don't make, we make good money, <laughs> but I wasn't spending money on merch. I did the whole handshaking thing. Uh, kissing babies and yeah. <laughs> Kiss babies in the steel. <laughs> man, it's only like. like Three women that work in that whole shop, man. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And if you got your baby in a steel mill, you're a, you're a fucked up bomb, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so um, so pretty much uh, there's a there's a few questions I have about uh, about about labor unions. I'm kind of because I don't I've only worked for a union company. Probably like twice ever in my life, and it was short lived. Um, so do you all, you all work directly with the owners? Yeah. I mean, in honesty, this place is owned by a Brazilian company now. Okay. Bought out. So you don't see the owners that much anymore. And I think that's kind of like when it comes down to like the whole globalization thing, Mm -hmm. that's kind of where a lot of workers lost their power because you used to be able to like find your boss's house and go pick it right in front of his house for sure i can't go to brazil my white ass will get snatched up <laughs> yeah you ain't coming back <laughs> there's some bad bitches down there but it's, that's just about it <laughs> you know? Ooh, they sent one up here to work at our mill one time Ooh, yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's uh it's a different breed down there but yeah i understand what uh i understand what you're saying though um so you're working more with like a whole like, like, is it like a CEO? Is it like a, is it like a, like who, who represents their side? Uh, he, the one I most have direct communication with is the plant manager. Okay. So he manages that plant and like a couple others cause they downsize their corporate side too. So okay. I see him almost weekly. And then when it goes above him, I might see that guy once a month mm-hmm. it's above him. He might come into the USA maybe once every six months or so for sure now what uh now for steel mill companies and for every other company that has like some type of type of like labor union or whatever why is it like what's in it for them you know what i mean to to because it seems like nowadays like they're getting they're getting away they're obviously getting away from that because I don't think it benefits that side as much, but like, what did they see before? Whereas like, you know, like why, why would a, why would a union benefit them? Well, the union benefits people because that's the only time you get to sit down directly with management and negotiate your terms for working for the next, well, our contract goes three years. For sure. So that's our locked in pay rate. That's our locked in rules. That's the locked in behavior. We have to, you know, have with everybody 
Yeah, what I'm saying is the people that are 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 paying. Why why would why would a union benefit them like in the first place? You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Well, I like mean, from their perspective. Well, at your job, if you went up to the boss and told him to go fuck himself, would you get fired? Probably. At a union shop, if he walks up and tells the boss to go fuck himself, he might get walked out, but I'll walk his ass right back in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It gives you more power against management treating you like shit. Exactly. You have people to have your back. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the bigger benefits. Okay. So um, because I know that... Uh, a lot of people, like there are people that are like are against unions. You know what I mean? Like, like, um, like, what's some of the common things? Like, other than like paying union dues, like why, why would people not want this? Because it seems like a no brainer to me that you will want representation on your end to make sure you're not screwed over. But I did, I did a bunch of research, and I'm just like, like people, like people that are workers are like, I don't want to join a union. Why do you think that is? I think a lot of it is because of the dues, but that's like paying for your lawyer on staff all the time. Yeah. It's like having an agent. Yeah. Now, a lot of people get mad because say you told your boss to fuck off and you were a shitty worker. I still got to represent you and probably get you a job back. Right. A lot of people get pissed at us that I got to save shitty workers sometimes. Yeah. Now, does that happen? Because a lot of people like to take those examples and use them as, you know, that's that's like the that's like the rule for all of it. Does that happen as often? Like. Like, do people just totally, you know, kind of milk the yeah, I'm gonna tell my boss to fuck off. I'm going to fucking like be lazy on the job because I know I'm not going to go anywhere. Does that does that happen as often as people think or. It does to a degree. Like, I'll be honest, it does to a degree. It gives some yeah. people that that sense of entitlement that they probably shouldn't have. For this sure. Is what I tell most people, like, that guy that's a shitty worker, I might have just got him his job back. He ain't going to last long. He's a shitty worker. Eventually, he's going to hang his rope, and I can't save him anymore. Right. And most of the time, I'm trying to explain, like, it's the principle behind the action. Say you get fired for doing something stupid like he did, but you're a good worker. Right. Now I can get you back because I set precedent with that shitty worker. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just like part of the game, you know, it's just, yeah. Okay. That's interesting, man. Um, so, so in the, in the sense of like those, those companies that like, like the Walmarts and the Amazons and, and, and is there any possible way you think that you could, cause they have like strict, no union forming codes and stuff like that like is that but then you look at you look at how much they're making off of how much they're paying and it's it's like it seems like it's damn near criminal you know what i mean and like how would you be able to 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 incorporate some type of collective bargaining where it's like okay the dude up top can't make a trillion and i'm only making like 14 bucks an hour you know what i mean like this is that's that's why I tell people that unions are important so they mm-hmm. can have some way to negotiate some type of contract with that guy that's making trillions. Yeah. Say, man, you make trillions. I want at least 20 bucks an hour. Exactly. Up. We're doing because we are, you know, we're doing all the work. We're spending, you know, you know, eight to 
12 hour days, you know, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing a work. We're putting in the, we're putting in the sweat labor. So, you know, why, why are we, you know, why is our shit getting like, why are you trying to like, you know, press our wages down so yours can go up? You know what I mean? When we're doing the work, you know? And so Walmart, they've tried to unionize a couple Walmarts. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they did, Walmart shut the doors on the place and closed the whole thing down. That's crazy. And that's what a lot of them places will do. If you actually get the vote to unionize it, mm-hmm. just shut it right down. They won't even cooperate. Now, the vote that has to go to unionize, is that uh, is that something that, that's like a government vote or is that like a within the within the uh within the company vote Dude, we we as a nation have changed the labor laws here it makes it so hard to fucking unionize yeah no you dude. can't be inside the plan at all like if i walk in a walmart with usw stuff on and start talking to somebody i guarantee you i'll get escorted out of that place yeah they treat you like you uh yeah yeah like man so it's you, so fucked up bro you gotta try to get like a core group of people from inside Mm-hmm. and make them stay quiet on it but try to pass that message around get enough of them people to actually start meeting with you and get enough of them people to start signing cards and once you get to a certain point then you can take it to the company and say hey look we're unionizing your shop dude that's that's fucked up you got to be like fucking secret vigilantes just like when like uh slaves try to escape and shit you know like it's just like you got to keep it quiet and like uh it's so fucked yeah, because my kids go to a charter school. Okay. And that's kind of against my code because I'm more for public schools and the teachers' unions and stuff. But mm-hmm. I walked in there one day with my shirt on and I was talking to a teacher and she she politely said to me that if she even brings up the word union, they'll walk her right out the door. Really? Yeah. So now every time I take my kids to school, I wear my USW shirt right in that place. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, uh, this is this is uh, this is so interesting to me, man. So, because like, you know, well, it's just my go ahead. That's why DeVos is fighting for charter schools and private schools, so they can start cutting funding to the public education and disband all that. All that you I mean, it's not the best pay, but it's better pay. Yeah. Oh, so public schools pay better than charter schools and private schools usually. So if yeah. you can break that down, then all schools would be charter schools and teachers wouldn't get squat anymore. No pension, no benefits, no nothing. It's just it, it'll pretty much be like like being a being a bartender for real. Just a bartender for fucking five year olds, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's like so how so how does one uh fight against this other than, you know, just straight up voting you know what i mean like is like is there more people can do to like be like you know we we need something to protect us on our side the people that are doing the work like what is there anything that we can do other than secretly having uh like kumbaya meetings and be honest people got to start voting for like candidates that back labor and unless they start changing labor laws there's no other way to do it besides secret meetings Oh, that shit is so crazy that people got to literally. Oh, man. 
Like, this shit blows my mind, man. What were you saying? When corporations started running this country, that's when all that, all the labor laws started changing. You can watch from, like, the Reaganomics era, Mm -hmm. where productivity shot up, and our wages just started shooting down. And that's when they started breaking the, breaking the laborers. You know what I mean? Taking unions out. Yeah. Reagan is the first one to throw out the, the air traffic controllers. Yeah. Threw them right out. Mm-hmm. And that was the downfall right there. It started falling apart ever since. So how do you, so, so, so how does unions fight back against that? I mean, the best way to do it is just try to get yourself organized. Yeah. Try to get yourself to stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It, it's rough anymore because if you tell everybody to get up and walk out and go on strike, that's probably not legal. And they're probably going to fire every single one of you. They're going to, that's exactly what they're going to do. Cause I work in the service industry and uh, you know, there's obviously no union there and you know, we get, we get fucked over with that. You know, I mean, I mean, you'll make you make some decent money in tips, but if, but there's some days it's like, yeah, we're getting you getting paid three fifty five fifty an hour, dude, and you're working long fucking hours, or you're just fucking standing around, and uh, and yeah, if you try to fucking you know organize anything, yeah, they just fire you and replace you, you know, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Until people start to say, well, fuck it, we're not going to work for that place, and they can't hire anybody, they're just going to keep bringing people in. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's oh, man, it's it's a uh, it's mind-boggling. It's like a it's 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 like scary. You know what I mean? Like it's just like that. You know that they they can just you know kind of pull strings and kind of rig the game to make sure that you know. Like I always say, this it's like we 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 can't make you slaves legally, but we're gonna try to get as close as we can. You know what I mean? And I think they're getting closer. Didn't they say they were going to pull prisoners out to do something down south? Uh, I'm not sure what happened with that, but I mean, prisoners, prisoners in general. I mean, I mean, those are you know literal slaves. So, but yeah, they are. <laughs> um, make them make stuff in prison for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, for and then get, sell it for tons of money. Yeah, sell it for thousands, and you just paid them in 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 some uh, some Newports and some Marlboro Reds. You know, and fucking, <laughs> but and I don't, think you, I don't even think you can smoke in prison anymore, man. For real, <laughs> what if they outlawed that shit? I don't think you can smoke in prisons anymore. Ain't that like their their? That's like their biggest. Uh, that's like their biggest trade trade. Uh, bargaining chip. What? Damn, that's fucked up. You're trying to take everything from them and uh, but. That's a whole different story, though. But, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, I just, I guess, I was just going through it. I was going through a phase where, like, I was just like, man, people can't really continue to stand for that. You know what I mean? Just, just these take it or leave it ass wages, you know. And yeah. and until people actually stand for it, it it's going to keep happening. And I mean, you've got so many downtrodden people out there that'll they'll take anything they can get. And then they're working two and three jobs to support themselves. Oh, dude. Uh, uh, so depressing, G. I this, this is real depressing for the podcast, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to lie, but I, but I got to find out about this shit because I like, you know, 
as as dumb as as I like to talk on this podcast, you know, I, you know, we got to educate every now and then, you know what I mean? So, uh, let me think what, uh, um, is there, is there any candidates in the past or in the future or running right now, Kanye West, is there anybody who like, you know, this is the dude you want to get behind if, you know, you won't, uh, if you want change in the labor laws, that's a tough one to say, man. I honestly, and this is my personal opinion, I think Bernie had the backing of most of the labor people out there. Yeah, and when they oh the God thing, bless Bernie, we got, we got Biden in there. I know the unions are going to back him because you know Trump's outwardly anti-union. Of course, he is, but. In my opinion, and I would say this is definitely my opinion, Biden is more of a corporate Democrat than I've seen in a long time. I don't mm-hmm. think you'd get any changes in labor laws with him. I think all them I think all the politicians need something that like, we need like one of them watchdog things so you can see who donates to their campaign. Yeah. Because then you could tell if they're gonna be labor friendly or not, if they're actually for workers or if the Waltons gave them five million dollars. Yeah. Damn. That that I mean that would be the best case scenario. Now is there is there any way so like the the cuz it seems like union companies are a dying breed. So and with all the uh with all the changes, you know, in the labor laws and stuff. So like I guess I'm I guess I'm trying to ask is would it be possible in the future for, you know, a company like say Chrysler or Ford or somebody who's like a union company, would they be able to just be like, you know, fuck it. We're, we're not going to, we're not even going to have a union no more. We're getting rid of all you guys. Is that even possible? Or are you already too entrenched in to where it's like, you can't just get rid of us like that. It's hard to just get rid of us once we're in there. It's real hard to do that. Mm-hmm. That's what that whole right to work law that passed is. Yeah, I try to do. You can mm-hmm. disenfranchise some people, tell them that paying dues is bullshit. And if you drop below like 50%, well, basically your union's gone. They Damn. don't have to abide by the contract. And it's a way to make unions go broke because all the members that don't pay dues, you still have to represent them. Right. And if you have to go far enough in a representation, you're costing that union thousands of dollars. Oh, so it's so pretty much oh, there's yeah, we're breaking up, man. We're breaking up. You can't hear me. Hello. Hello. Hold on. Your audio is breaking up on me. We back. Can you hear me? We back. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you fine now. Perfect. Good. I don't know uh, what the hell happened. You came through like a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh hold on. Let me uh get my thanks for being my uh my my Zoom interview guinea pig. You feel me? It's very <laughs> uh very nice of you because uh, as you can see, I am trash at this. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did it because I'd have been trash at this shit too. Dude, yeah. Uh, it's, this uh, quarantine content, you know, we got to figure it out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. How, uh, 
so so have you you been uh working during this whole quarantine uh me personally I had three weeks off at the start of it Some okay work straight through it my my little area was down so i took three weeks off other than that i've been working ever since oh yeah and now we're working seven days a week so seven days oh my man out here grinding gotta do something i hear that bro so uh so yeah so uh i'm trying there's a couple more questions i had so like some of the like common arguments i get um we're gonna go back to uh to to jeff bezos or whatever but uh is this this is recording right yeah okay so like some of the common arguments i get because when you bring up shit like you know collective bargaining and he shouldn't be making that much money off top and they're making that much little you know people get to calling you a commie bastard and fucking you know <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like oh so you, you you just want communism and everybody makes twenty dollars and it's just like no like it doesn't need to be flat across the board like it's okay for you know the people for one person to make more than the other but it's just when that that meter tips way too far on one side. Some something has to like get it to, um, you know, come back down. So it's just you know a little more fair, you know. And I'm sure you've gotten these, you know, these arguments. Like, what do you say to stuff like that? What the things need to be more fair? Yeah, well, it it seems like a no brainer, but like, you know, you know, I look at damn trillionaire at all. Yeah, it shouldn't exist. It, it's because you're you're obviously making way too much off the. It's like I look at it like it's like being a bartender. So like when I'm a bartender, there's there's a certain amount I have to tip out. You know what I mean? So like if I make if I make two hundred bucks, I have to tip out a, a percentage of my sales, and and so that could be like twenty dollars or something like that, but. I look at I look at somebody like Jeff Bezos who made two hundred bucks and he's like I'm gonna just pay out like a a five bucks you know what I mean yeah and but like what do you say to the people who are just when you're like hey you know if he made that much he should be tipping out more and they're like no you're you know that's just what capitalism means and you know blah 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 like what do you say to people like that you know you gotta try to bring them back down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> There's some people that'll never come back down and they'll tell you that's how capitalism works. He worked hard. He, he deserves that. And, well, he don't need to pay taxes because it's his money. He got it. Yeah. So you do realize you're never going to be that man. Right. Because he <laughs> set that so high that you can't go there. And he's exactly. And yeah, he put, he got there and now he put systems in place to where it's not impossible for you to get there, but shit, yo, chance. <laughs> Your, your chances are very low. Oh man, dude, it's, it's, it's like you got you got a better chance on a on a scratch off at uh, at BP, bro. Like it's <laughs> like uh, it, but I you know it's hard to argue with you know those like super capitalistic people who are just like you know money at all costs and you know like it don't matter who you're screwing over or uh, you know who you're stepping on. And 
I'm pretty much just trying to win arguments with my friends right now. That's why you're here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it's one of them things because you get the argument, well, those are the people that create jobs. And it's like, yeah, but he's making jobs for low paying. Yeah. And them people, shit, they work their ass off in them, them warehouses. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, you're creating jobs. Yeah, but it's it's a job with 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 barely any payoff. You know what I mean? It's like technically, I guess you created jobs, but uh, yeah. Oh, man, dude. I mean, part of the way to win that stuff is just tell him, like, look, I don't care if he makes that much money. That's on him. Mm-hmm. But he's got to treat them people that earn him that much money with a little more respect. Why don't you Ex- give them stock options? Why don't you give them profit sharing? Why don't you yeah. put a little money in their pocket? How do you get how do you get one? Is it possible to look Jeff Bezos in the eye and just be like, hey, bro, can can I just get some profit sharing, bro? Like, is that possible? I don't know or, if you can ever look that guy in the eye. I don't know <laughs> if he comes out of his house. He can't. So everyone's gonna kill him. You gotta remember he's just like the guy next to you, too. Mm-hmm. You should be able to look any man in the eye. Anybody in the eye and just tell them, like, look, you made all that money. I'm working for you. I deserve some respect. Exactly. Give me something for working my ass off for you. Mm-hmm. Give me at least full insurance. Give me something. Yeah, because I always. That, mm-hmm. No reason that you should have a trillion dollars and I'm over here working at this job 12, 16 hours and I can barely pay my rent. Yeah, it's the most profitable, it's the most profitable company in the world. And but he's 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 paying people like they like like they work at like Guitar Center or something. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 like you shouldn't have to pay as much as, you know, some regular ass company where you're not making regular ass money off of these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, it should be like a like I've always thought it should be just like a like a, you know. Like a scale, like like I said, Amazon should be like work like like the NBA of the workforce, you know. Oh yeah, I agree. You should you work for Amazon. You should be treated like fucking royalty. Yeah, exactly. That should be it. Should be a hard, it, it, maybe that makes the job a little bit harder to get. But yeah, it's it's you know that's just it's just way too much money to be making off the backs of employees for them to be treated like just you know like you're just a fucking you're just a number. Yeah, you're just a you're little pissant you fucking. Name. You just got employee number such and such did this much on this day. Mm-hmm. You're a stat. He didn't yeah. meet his quota. He didn't meet his quota twice this week. We can find somebody else that'll meet that quota. Exactly. Yeah. We don't, it's... That, we don't care if he had a bad week. We don't care if he had health problems. <laughs> yeah, man, it's fucked up. So have you, with your company, have you ever uh, struck, like, went on strike against your company? Uh, Not since I've been in there, no. We've come really close. Yeah. So what? Track we about walked out. What'd you say? Our last contract, we about walked out. Oh, yeah. So how do you go about, like, uh, negotiating out of, like, was it just the threat of walking out that got you the new contract? Or, like, how did how did you go about that? <laughs> you, when it comes down to crunch time and we're not agreeing on stuff, mm-hmm. you have to keep it as, uh, as fluid as possible. Okay. Because you can't reach what they call an impasse with the company, which means neither one of you want to budge on your issues. Cause then they'll bring in like a, a mediator to just come in and listen to both sides, figure out a, 
figure out how to solve it. He'll just give you his answer. And that's what you guys have to deal with. Yeah. So a lot of times you got to keep everything open as long as you can. And then if you take something back to the members and they vote it down, well, then you got to go back and sit at the table and try again. And at a certain point in time, when the contract's up, we can authorize a strike vote. So mm -hmm. when the contract's done, that there's a, always something in the contract that says no strike, no lockout. So while the contract is still in play, we can't strike. Oh. But you can build up things, unfair labor practices. If you can get enough unfair labor practices from the company, mm -hmm. then you can get legal reasons to strike. So at that point in time, even if the contract's valid, you can all go out and walk right out and strike. Oh. But you got to make sure everything's in a row because otherwise they'll just lock the doors. All right. So here's a question. How heated do the meetings get? Have you ever like got up in a motherfucker like, oh, I'm damn near about to knock this motherfucker out if he offered me this bullshit ass contract? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> just straight up tell him this is bullshit you know this is bullshit i know this is bullshit don't slide that back across the table <laughs> he's like i'm about to hop across this motherfucker and beat your ass you ever offer me some bullshit like this but uh yeah it depends like that last one we went through it got heated at times oh yeah because you're just going back and forth and how often how often are these meetings uh your contract when they go into negotiations that's every three or five years oh that's yeah the minimum is three years okay but other than that you meet i meet with hr pretty much on a daily basis yeah mm. interesting man uh shit well uh fuck well thanks for educating the people dog like like I said, this is something I've, I've uh, for someone who doesn't work in any type of union industry, I've, I've still just always kind of been uh, really interested in this stuff because I always wanted, you know, the people to be represented, you know, and so just know you out here doing the Lord's work, okay? Uh, right. People got to know that there is not a rich ass person that doesn't enter into any agreement without a binding agreement. Right. Why should workers be any different? Exactly. Work for you, I want a binding agreement on what we're doing. Facts, man. And like I said, man, we need more people out here like you to 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 keep fighting for uh so 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 niggas ain't broke, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate everything you do and keep doing it. Um you got anything you want to uh to like tell the people where they can find you. And they can um, find me on Instagram. That's at scrawley22. But other than that, I ain't got nothing going on. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's it ain't shit going on right now, son. This is <laughs> it's uh down here and do some comedy in Jackson, man. Hey, dude, I'm uh if I get booked down there, man, I'm 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 totally for it, bro. But uh. I know, uh, I know you brought up the uh, the Mike Ball show. I'm I'm gonna try to get up on that because I know he's down there. Um, so yeah, I shit, I fuck with Jackson. My 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 one of my homies from Jackson. You know, I got a fat ass prison down there, so uh, that's always awesome. It's called the Prison City, man. 
That's what we're known for. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Uh, I don't even like stopping for gas or that, but I'm like, they about to come snatch me up. <laughs> but no, uh, but dude, thanks for uh thanks for coming on. Thanks for uh for you know educating the people, educating me. Um, I really appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. Hey, no problem. First nope. podcast I ever been on, so seriously? First podcast I ever been on, first Zoom meeting I ever been to as well. So really, even a Zoom, you don't even. Uh, I'm on a Zoom call every uh, every weekend because I'm I'm from Chicago, so like so that's just you know we we just have a scheduled Zoom meeting with my with my immediate family every week. So <laughs> no, my family's all here. So <laughs> damn dude, you living in a rock, bro. Literally, we say once coronavirus hit, I'm just going to hide from technology but uh but yeah the thanks for thanks for coming on man i appreciate it man uh sean crowley everybody uh thanks for blessing the ride along podcast with your knowledge bro and keep doing the lord's work out there bro all right man thank you no problem man take it easy though bounce that shit up in there i'ma stand here i'm proud you will stay here you wild we be smoking that loud joking about how they gonna doubt us no hopeless niggas around us had a focus and we was in silence and the stool with none to divide us Ah, uh, uh, world, ah, uh, we be riding steady, yeah, yeah We was neck and neck with them niggas, now we drift away like Andretti Need to get away in the mansion, this time I can't do the telly, yeah, yeah uh, Spinning all that confetti, make her legs we like spaghetti, yeah Don't you think we ready? Don't you think we can rock heavy? Told the bitch hit my celly, she warm it up in her belly Now she bouncing all that jelly it's that signature like the west side with the pellies on the south side Niggas outside smoking doty. Watch your head, watch your homies Watch the feds cause shit get lonely We ain't fuck around with them phonies Gotta ride low, even on Stony Island I, I ain't grow up in them trenches Never acting always honest But I know a little something Be around niggas that be wildin' I, And I know you niggas be profiling. I know you wanna hear about the violence Silence won't step in like a harness Baby girl, thank you for your kindness I told her hard shit up some more, yeah She said she wanted in a th- whoa Slow down, bounce that shit up and down I'ma stand here, I'm proud You a stallion, here, you wild We be smoking that loud Joking about how they gon' doubt us No hopeless niggas around us Had a focus and we was in silence And it's still with none to divide us Stop and stare like they was stuck up in the mirror We let whoever had it shine, now it's time for truth in there Mix the flow with the truth and we ain't scared to take it there We ain't here for second tier, you feel eliteness in the air You act facetious every time my niggas going on the tear That's insecurity, they thinking about the past, trying to compare We barely spoke in 10 years, you think we still playing fair? You think we still finna let you cap ass niggas in the fear? Let the Lord control it, see it in my eyes That's focused, they minimize when they notice I got love for all my peers, it's time to take this shit over I told her hard shit up some more, yeah She said she wanted in a th- whoa Slow down, bounce that shit up and down I'ma stand here, I'm proud 
you a style, yeah, you wild We be smoking that loud Joking about how they gon' doubt us No hopeless niggas around us Had a focus and we was in silence In the stool with none to divide us Mobile. Had to be way more 